0: This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop. With Jake and Kathy. So does it sometimes feel like you are in the middle of an escape room in your life? Like you're trying to get out, but you just don't know how. I'm Jake, and she's Kathy. We're Cake. Welcome to another episode of Truth Pop. It's where we give you a Catholic take on faith and culture. Glad you're here for this episode, because in just a little bit, we're gonna talk about the concept of escape. Like how do you truly escape from something difficult in your life? How do you do it the right way? So like there's this popular song, we'll get to you in just a little bit. Kind of talks about that concept and introduces you to some good ideas. First, how about the tweet of the week? It's the tweet of the week on Truth TruthPop. So
1: this comes from at Fiat Lux Genesis. Contraception, turned procreative sex into recreational sex that fractured the relationship between men and women, that led to promiscuity, that led to no-fault divorce, that led to abortion, that led to destruction of the family, that led to societal chaos, and our current moment.
0: Wow, a lot of run-ons there. It's true. There are literally no periods in that, but so much truth packed into that. I guess, do they not have the... um, I don't even know how many characters they allow on Twitter now. for yeah. That that tweet is very, very, very packed full with good stuff. Again, that's at Fiat Lux Genesis, summing up the problem of our, our culture today. It's time for this week's Truth Pop Pick of the Week. This is Truth Pop.
1: A new song called Numb Little Bug by M. Byhold. This song is so packed full of very relatable things that she sings about. And to me. what
0: do you like about it babe it kind of sums up the whole idea and, and no the song isn't about like a, a little bug that's feeling numb <laughs> i mean it's it could be like a children's book but it's actually kind of more of like an adulting book i guess that's what i like about For this sure. song um just talking about adulting and the problems that are associated with it like so the chorus she says do you ever get But you, gotta survive cause you, gotta survive. you ever get a little bit tired of life like you're not really happy but you don't want to die like you're hanging by a thread but you got to survive like your body's in the room but you're not really there like you have empathy inside but you don't really care like you're fresh out of love but it's been in the air and i passed repair so again yeah she's talking about just honestly probably what you can relate to i can relate to it Just, you know, those times in life where you just feel numb. Like, you you just got to keep going. You got to keep getting to your job every day. But, like, you're just going through the motions. Like, you feel like you're not thriving. You're just surviving. And I love this line. Kind of sets up the topic for today. She goes on to say, So I got these quick repairs to cope. Like, you know, there is this idea in the world that we're all supposed to thrive every minute of every day, you know, and I think that's why we like put on that happy face. You know, we're afraid to say how we're really feeling because we feel like we're going to be judged if we're honest. Right. So like we just, we kind of walk through our whole life feeling like, yeah, I'm supposed to be at the top of my game, but I'm not. So you kind of bind to this lie then that oh, I must not be doing life right. I must be broken. Like I must be damaged beyond repair. Like something's wrong with me. And, and what I love about that song is that one particular line where she says, I got this, these quick repairs to cope. So let's talk about coping because I think coping is sort of what gets us through every day. We all
1: have coping mechanisms. We all need something that helps us make us feel better. And some of us turn to good things and some of us turn to bad things and some of us turn to a little bit of both. So let's talk about some of the bad things. One way that people used to cope is kind of a way of distraction and escape. They watch movies, they watch TV shows, they might binge Netflix. I know I'm guilty of that. (laughs) Um, So the next way that people might have an unhealthy coping mechanism is self-medication. So doing things that are harmful to them, for example, drinking too much alcohol or um, taking drugs And maybe even trying to feel numb, kind of numbing that pain a little bit. Um, Another really negative coping mechanism is self-harm. We've talked a little bit about cutting in this show and how that can be a way of making that emotional pain feel physical.
0: That's something that I struggled with um, years and years and years and years ago. And for me, it was like I found myself like kind of so deep in depression and not liking myself, feeling like I was, you know, broken and damaged beyond repair, that like I felt like the only way to cope was through punishment, right? Like, so like we kind of buy this this lie that like, oh, I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy. So the only way to cope is by increasing the pain. The emotional pain is already so high, so why not just increase the physical pain then? I think a lot of people who struggle with that Um, That's what they say. It's a way to feel the emotions on a physical level. And let me just say, if you are struggling with that right now, um, there's resources that can help. You know, to write Love on Her Arms. It's a great organization that can get you connected to getting clean. Um, And, you know, also, we we do want to just throw out the suicide, the national suicide line, too. Um, A lot of people who cut, they don't necessarily think about suicide, and some, unfortunately, do go that route. Uh, so just so you have this number in case you or someone you know is really at the point of considering that, the number is 800-273-8255. Again, 800-273-8255. No judgment there. Uh, just encourage you to keep that that number handy in case you might know someone who really needs it. Uh, Another one, too, would be pornography, right? Pornography is a serious way of escaping reality and, in turn, objectifying others and looking at people in a way that God never intended us to look at them. So a person that I would encourage you to reach out to, his organization, Jason Everett at Chastity Project, has great resources, can connect you to help if you're trying to you know, break that habit of addiction to pornography or sexual sin. Matt Frad, another good guy who went through his own struggle of healing from pornography. He has a lot of great resources too. So again, you know, none of this is judgment. If you're struggling with this, again, it's a way to cope, but there are better ways of coping.
1: Yeah, there are definitely better ways to cope. And I want to talk about the positive things that we can do that help us feel better. So one thing that is very helpful is reaching out, reaching out for support, you know, to family, to friends, to people like Jake just mentioned um, that can help, talking to a counselor, talking to a therapist, um, any way that you can get those emotions out, you know, and say them out loud. Sometimes just talking is just so helpful. It's so therapeutic. The same chemicals that are in antidepressants Are released in your brain when you just talk about your problems, when you talk to a a loved one and you feel that trust. Um, So it's a really great way to feel better and just to heal. Another thing that is really helpful is relaxation techniques, you know, listening to quiet music, um, taking a walk through nature, prayer, and, you know, being in a maybe prayerful meditative state. I wouldn't suggest pure meditation because that can really be dangerous if your mind is completely blank and you don't know what you're doing. I would suggest using a prayerful meditation app like Hallow is a really good one and also Amen. That's a free one too. So those are really great ways to relax. Another really great coping mechanism is physical activity. Like I mentioned, going for a walk that can be relaxing, but also just running or working out. You know, our bodies release endorphins and that just helps us feel so much better. And plus, we become healthier, which our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so it's a way of honoring God when we exercise. We definitely don't want to over exercise or overdo it, but to, you know, move that the body that God gave us, that's a really great way to feel better. Now, the ultimate way to feel better, or at least to heal is going to the sacraments. So going to Mass, receiving the Eucharist, going to confession, and saying your sins out loud, and sitting in adoration in front of the Blessed Sacrament. These are ways that we can really bring our problems out to God and allow Him to take it. And sometimes it doesn't happen instantaneously. I know when I go to adoration, I don't always feel great. I sometimes get really bored and I just sit there and I don't know what to pray. I've heard it described before as it's like sunbathing. You're sitting in front of the sun, not the S-U-N, the S-O-N. You're letting the rays of Jesus tan your soul, I guess, in a way. And that is a true way to heal. And sometimes when we go through difficult times, That's the Holy Spirit right there. That's the Holy Spirit going deep inside of you and bringing up that gunk. And so, you know, when you're feeling that anxiety, you're feeling depression, you're feeling that extra stress that maybe you're not used to, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you right there. And in a way, he's urging you to go to Jesus. He's urging you to go to Jesus so he can take that gunk that has come up to the surface so that You can surrender it to him and he can take it away. And like I mentioned, now this is not always an instantaneous thing. Healing can take years sometimes, but it's very powerful when you do those things by going to confession, by receiving the Eucharist, by going to Mass.
0: The bravest thing that a person can do, babe, is to take that first step towards healing, right? It's not always just about the end result of healing. Sometimes it's about the first step. Nothing brings Jesus more happiness than just seeing you express the need that you have for God because God doesn't want you to figure out the whole healing thing on your own. It's just like a kid who you know, wants to clean his room, right? He wants to do it the easy way, so he, he shoves everything into the closet, Or, (laughs) babe, just last week I was vacuuming and I started getting kind of bored with it. So I just kind of kicked a little dust under the mat, right? Like that's, that's, that's like kind of what we do sometimes. We put a bandaid on things, right? We think, oh, if I smoke that joint or if I just drink myself silly, then, well, then I'll feel good for a moment. We think that temporary bandaid is going to do something and help us, but it only brings more hurt. So let Jesus do that difficult work in you where you don't have to do it yourself. He wants to do that process for you. I'm going through my own healing journey right now. I've been going to counseling, seeing just a wonderful counselor. Uh, if you're in the St. Louis area, his name is Craig Smith, absolutely wonderful Catholic counselor who adds a lot of prayer. Um, he doesn't do the traditional counseling thing where you just talk. Like He really gets to that emotional root, that hurt, That all of us have, you know? And and one thing that Craig has talked about is how all of us have you know, most of us have some kind of trauma in our lives, right? Trauma is just this buzzword. And sometimes we think, oh, well, it must mean that I have like serious PTSD. Well, like a lot of us just have some sort of event in our lives that has caused hurt. And let me just tell you, that's okay. Like, it doesn't mean you've done life wrong. It doesn't mean you've messed up and gone to the point of no return. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It just means that you're human. And it just means that now is that time that God wants to set you free. He wants to uncover those deep wounds in your life and bring you true healing so that you can thrive. But none of us can thrive on our own without God's help. So we just encourage you, get connected to a counselor in your area, Uh, no matter where you are. If you search Catholic counselors, uh, there's a website there that has a list of great Orthodox Catholic counselors who would love to be there for you. And again, they're not there to judge you. They're not there to point a finger. Um, so it's catholiccounselors.com and it's not necessarily a therapy company. They're just referring you to independent counselors who are there to help, there to walk with you along that journey. But just as Kathy said, it's important to remember that healing takes time. So rather than just putting the bandaid on, maybe you're going to feel uncomfortable. Maybe you're going to hurt. Maybe the pain is going to increase, but maybe that's God's way of making you better in the long run. And the only way to overcome that addiction is is by replacing it with something else right so replace it with god and let him do the work
1: i have been through times in my life where i felt really similar to how this singer feels in the song you know am i past repair I, i'm barely breathing i have been faced with times of anxiety and depression and it felt really uncomfortable like you were talking about, Jake, it it just felt like all the gunk was kind of rising up to the surface. And, you know, the very first time this ever happened to me, I didn't know what to do. And I was raised Catholic, and I was practicing, but I was pretty lukewarm in my faith, I would say. This happened right after I graduated college. I started my very first job, and I was faced with the feeling that I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel good enough to be a professional. And at that time, I got support from my family. I went to seek counseling. I was just looking for help. And I felt really called to turn to Jesus. And for the first time in my life, I surrendered it all to God. And I said, God, I believe you are real. And I want to give you my life. And I did. and. After that, my whole life changed. My whole life completely transformed. My faith became at the center of my life. And two weeks later, I met Jake. And Jake just strengthened my faith as well. So after that, I would like to say that, you know, I was completely healed, but I wasn't. I still went through difficult times of anxiety and depression, really feeling like I was not good enough. And every time I turned to Jesus, I said, Jesus, I can't do this on my own. And I know that. And every single time he has given me help, he has really healed certain parts of my life that needed to be healed. But in his timing, one thing that he has healed a lot in me is my patience. And that's something I still struggle with to this day, but it's gotten so much better. And I can see that it's not of my own doing. And I know that but I can see in my life that I am more patient and I can see the fruit that he is bearing in my soul.
0: It's a beautiful story, babe. And I think that you are just like such a good example of not doing the quick repair to cope, right? So maybe that's the moral of the story here. The quick repairs to cope don't work too well most of the time. Sometimes they're long repairs, but they're heavenly repairs. And they're long term for eternity, right? Like, that's the hope in all this is that when we settle for what God really has in store for our healing journey, you're not going to be disappointed. And sometimes the best thing you can do is just rest.
1: In scripture, we see in Matthew chapter 8, Jesus and his disciples are on a boat, and there's a terrible storm with so many waves. And Matthew chapter 8, verse 24 says, Jesus was asleep, and they went and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. And he said to them, why are you afraid, you of little faith? Then he got up, rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was dead calm.
0: And so it's really the example that Jesus sets, that even in the midst of your storm and my storm, We don't have to worry. We don't have to take matters into our own hands just let God be God. Let Jesus take that storm from you and rest with him. There's this other prayer that Kathy and I love, and I just want to introduce you to it because maybe it's something that might help you too.
1: It's the novena of surrender to the will of God. So it's a nine day prayer where every day there's a little prayer that you say and then 10 times you repeat at the end, oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Now, this prayer is so powerful. I remember when I was struggling so much with anxiety and depression during the pandemic, when I was working at the hospital and I didn't know what to do. I prayed this prayer and on the ninth day, I got the inspiration that I should quit my job. And I remember feeling very uncertain about this, but I just felt a certain peace about this. And I did. And shortly after that, I was led to this beautiful gift of being able to help my grandma and work with her and help her get better while she was living at home with my parents. And then that led me to my current job now, which is home health occupational therapy. So I work with people in their homes and I just see the fruit of this prayer as sometimes you don't know what to do. You feel like you're at rock bottom, but when you surrender everything to Jesus, he takes care of it. He truly does. And he guides you through the difficult times.
0: Based on truth, beauty, and goodness, how many truth pop points would you give this song? you yeah, the song numb
1: little bug so based off of truth beauty and goodness i am going to give this song an 8 i really feel like it is so authentic so relatable It just hits right at my soul. I do think that she offers the problem and not the solution, which is always turn to God, you know, turn to those good coping mechanisms and true healing. But I do love how, how much I can relate to this.
0: I'm still kind of disappointed that it's not a children's book, babe. I think it should have been like the sequel to uh, The Hungry Little Caterpillar or something. But I'm gonna give this song a seven point five.
1: I also really like how it is called "numb little bug." I've been watching The Masked Singer recently, and it's these celebrities who dress up as like different like costumes, and it just kind of reminds me of like a celebrity dressed up like a bug or whatever. It's like about how you're feeling inside, like what it, you know. People say like, "What's your spirit animal?" or whatever. I feel like it's kind of pointing at that.
0: Well, yeah, like wasn't it was uh, Raven Simone was on the show, right? And she she was a Black Widow, and when they finally, you know, had her take the mask off, and they found out it was her, she said it was nice being able to perform and not having to smile. So it's like, yeah, don't all of us sort of walk around wearing masks in some way, you know? And like, also, maybe I should say this too: be careful who you take that mask off. Sometimes it's okay to like not overexpose how you're feeling because like you have to identify safe people in your life Now i'm not talking about this ridiculous safe spaces in college i'm just talking about like knowing who you can really trust like who you can really open up to so like it's okay if you don't feel comfortable being completely honest around some people because you want to be able to have that friendly not only friendly rapport but also just to know that like they they understand and that they're not going to like turn around and, you know, gossip about you. So, you know, be diligent about that. I don't, I don't think we want to send the message through this conversation that like all of us should just start like, you know, airing out our brokenness, like dirty laundry. No, don't do that. But just pray about that. Like ask God who in your life is someone that you can really trust. And we've talked about that on an earlier episode, like really like finding those disciples in your life who, um, or like maybe more than just an acquaintance. So anyway, share your thoughts about the song on Truth Pop social media. Also make sure you're following our Facebook and Instagram page because Kathy has been updating the page every week, uh, just posting a weekly gospel reflection that might help you. You might find helpful. I can't talk. So I think we should um, go take a nap. Go rest. All right.
1: <laughs> go do a positive coping mechanism. There you but, go. Like rest and Like relax. sleep. Yep. Sleep. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> all right. Cake out. This is Truth Bad. Bad.